Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. We're back. We're back again. With another week. Back again. (laughs) With another week. (laughs) So funny, girl. Uh, You're fun. So, we're talking about something really special this week. What are we talking about? Marriage. Ooh. Dum, 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 dum. Yes. Are you ready? Hey. Oh, okay. You switched it up on me? (laughs) Um, You know, in my mind, I am ready now. Um, Yeah, but there was a time when I thought I was ready, probably like 10 years ago, and I don't think I was really ready. But I thought I was ready. So this is a good thing to talk about, Um, and I'm excited because we have a guest with us today. Yay! Taking it back to the ladies. All right, all Um, right. So yeah, marriage is like, I'm not for everybody, but for a lot of people, it's such a big topic. Right. Everybody wants that ring. Bling. (laughs) Everybody, yeah, we really want the bling. Um, (laughs) Um. But I think for me, like, especially around 23, 24 is when I really started to feel like, oh, my gosh, I want us to be married. And I wasn't thinking about it in a godly sense. It was just like, because I think I had a boyfriend. Who knows? Probably so. Um, And (laughs) I had a boyfriend and, you know, everybody else was like getting engaged, you know, posting on Facebook, you know, Instagram was not the thing at the time. And I was just like, well, somebody want to marry me? Like, aw. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> right. so, but, you know, I'm glad that I know what I know. Right. And I didn't do what I thought I wanted to do. Right. Because that would have been a hot mess. Right. I would have been on my third divorce. Oh, third? Uh, I'm to, mm. Look, we got to make it last forever. And <laughs> You better, you better do that. I know, girl. Peace <laughs> what ain't marriage. Come on. <laughs> um, like, but I didn't grow up, like. Thinking about a white dress and the altar and places to get married. That was never, like, on my mind growing up, I guess. Like, I thought, <laughs> like, I guess I would be married. But I just never thought about it. Um, probably until, like, that age. Like, what about you? Yeah. So, I don't think I thought like that. Not I don't think. I know I didn't think like that. I definitely didn't have the you know, wedding dress picked out or wedding ring and venue and things like that. I've always had a desire to be married and still do have a desire to be married, but it's not like on the forefront, you know, Mm -hmm. just figured it'll happen when Mm -hmm. it happened. Mm -hmm. And you already know my plans. I just is at a piece in it out (laughs) in my backyard barbecue. In this thing, girl. Do you have some sausages, hot dogs? You know, that was always like, I think, that's the extent that I plan like a wedding to, but have always known and just respected the seriousness and the sanctity of of marriage. Mm-hmm. Like growing up seeing grandparents married for so long and godparents and just people around me that just took their marriages very, very seriously and them being examples just I guess I knew that, mm-hmm. you know, nah, this is not something that I'm ready for. And especially when you date someone that is mm. ready for it mm-hmm. and they pose questions and you get to really thinking like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is this what I really want? Right. I'm not ready. So, yeah, I probably would have been. If I would have, you know, just done Keeping up with the Joneses, then yeah, I'd probably be on my fourth divorce or something. Girl, we would have been partying <laughs> up in the Bahamas at, at our divorce party, okay? Oh, Lord. What, is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Oh, gosh. Uh, but you know, the crazy thing is, I, you know, the more that I think about marriage, I'm just like, okay, so marriage is 
you are connected. You are one with another person for life. Right. And ever. I'm like, right. Ever, ever. Ooh. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Um, <laughs> but when I think about life, I'm like, dang, did I even know what really life was about at the time where I was really like, God, please let this person marry me? You know, not even really considering, do I really want to spend a lifetime with this person? What things do I value? Do they value the same things? Right. Like, what would this look like over time? Thank God he didn't give us what we asked for. Girl. <laughs> or what we thought we wanted, if right? I could run out of here on anything, okay? I'm, I'm not even going to go there because y'all going to think I'm ratchet. But <laughs> I just won't. But the point is, thank you for keeping me. Right. For myself. Right. Because, you know, I feel like I was that girlfriend from time to time. Don't judge me because I know all y'all probably were too. Or boyfriend who was just like, <laughs> you know, at some point you're dating for like a year or something. So you're like, all right, so what's up? Right. What's up? What's up? Because I don't want to waste my time. Right. Knowing, you know, looking back, God was like, girl, bye. <laughs> you about to waste your life. <laughs> right. I mean, and no shade to anybody, you know, but, you know, your lives still have to match up. You know, it still has to be right. 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 No shade to anybody. Mm. <laughs> you so funny girl. I'm just saying like You know I'm not trying to be like that But you know Yeah But I mean It's so much that goes into a marriage Right That I don't think at certain points People really think about I mean And these are things we need to consider And when you're just young And like fantasizing And oh like she got a ring You know you're not even really considering What marriage really 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 means Right You gotta be that equally yoked Ooh, girl. That's a mission. Mm. <laughs> like, all those words, like, ain't nobody... I'm going to speak for myself and uh-huh. say that at that age or at that point in my life, uh-huh. no, I wasn't, I wasn't ever equally yoked with these people <laughs> or willing to submit. So, mm. yeah, that probably Man, wouldn't... You weren't ready for nobody's marriage. Right. God wouldn't have ordained it. And, girl, the crazy thing is... Uh, you know, I remember I, I had this relationship and we found ourselves at, at a counselor's office, which, you know, I'm all about counseling. But first of all, if you got to go to hardcore counseling before you marry somebody, uh, red flag, number zero. Wait a minute. But you do marriage counseling before you get married, right? No, but I mean, like, not marriage counseling, like counseling for your life counseling. <laughs> now, wait a minute. What kind of... <laughs> I'm just saying. What y'all was going through over there? Girl, hmm, don't act like you don't know. But, um... So, anyway, <laughs> the counselor was talking to us, and I just, I had a revelation, okay? Like, in that chair, and I was like, I don't trust him. I don't trust him to lead me anywhere. Girl, that's important. Girl, right? I don't trust him to lead me to a cup of water at this point. And I'm just, then I had to think to myself, I was like, a cup, wait. So, why are you even sitting in this chair, girl? And, like, thank God that you went through all that that you went through so you realized that because you could have got a ring. Because I feel like sometimes people, just to, like, shut you up, be like, all right, here go this ring, bruh. <laughs> and then you find yourself in a marriage that's not really what you need to be in. Right. Um, and so everybody's story is different, you know. Some people get married very young and it works. Right. Some people get married older. And it works. It might not work, you know. But I think the most important part is understanding life and understanding who you are right. before you get married. Right. Because who I was at 23, the things that I even accepted or thought that I wanted at 23 are definitely not anywhere near what I want at 33. Correct. And not to say that someone that is the age of 23 doesn't know what they want. Yeah, and maybe some people are very mature and they do now. Right. Know what they want and want a lifetime with the person that they're with. Mm-hmm. And so kudos, kudos to y'all because right. that's what's up. Especially, you know, we see it at, at our church. Um, it's a very young church and a lot of people there are married. And I would say the difference, I, I think personally the difference with that is that we assume that God is like in the center of that. Like right. they made decisions based off of what the Bible says marriage is. Right. And obviously this is a case by case basis, but I think my foundation at 23 is not my foundation now. So I don't think I would have made the best decision. I mean, once you're married, you're married. Well, at least you're supposed to be. Right. Um. So then, you know, there are um, 
cases where you have to figure it out. You know, you kind of have to work backwards. And that's okay because there are, like, um, stories from that that where things turned out great. Right. Yeah. So. I don't think, and I guess <laughs> when people think about marriage, they think about, you know, the happy wedding day that it's going to be a cakewalk. I don't think that is what marriage is. Now, I don't think it's like a death sentence either, but mm-hmm. like you're going to go through, especially following Christ. Like yeah. I believe that every person is going to go through their trials and tribulations and just being married, you, that husband as a leader of the house, the head of the house mm-hmm. is going to have to guide his family through those rough and tough times. And, mm-hmm. I think that's where become being equally yoked and trusting that leader of the house and having that Jesus-centered marriage mm-hmm. comes into play. Yeah, it's just so many things to consider. And I remember when we had our um, Bible study group and we read Beautiful in God's Eyes Girl. about the Proverbs 31 woman. That was the best book. Girl, it was the best book, but the whole book was about that one chapter. <laughs> and so that's real overwhelming because Damn. that's a lot of responsibility. But you remember we were all like, <gasps> right. oh my gosh. But it's like single, I'll take singleness for 200. Right, thanks, sign me up. <laughs> but when we like really thought about it and sat down and really digested it, mm-hmm. every woman is different and every right. woman doesn't have to exude all of those things that that particular woman right. did because that would make you superwoman right actually jesus's sister correct um <laughs> but i i got the whole gist of it that that character is what you should strive for to be. right and so then too as a person i'm like well am i even this person yet right like what type of wife would i have been if i hadn't grown in god yet right Mm. Girl, cause I would. I feel like my mama was still. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, it's just so many questions that you know you can have, and I didn't really have a lot of examples of marriage around me. So a lot of stuff I learned it was from like TV, girl. You know, TV be saying you up for the okie doke. See that TV ain't right for you. TV just everything be right, and, <laughs> and then it really be wrong. I mean, if you was watching the Huxtables or something like that, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But. So you know, I'm just thankful at this point that I do have friends that are married, who will, like, give you the low down. Right, because that's important. I mean, not the... Not the low, low down. Right, but, you know, to keep it real. Yes. Keep it real. Because you, when if you're judging, like, this from TV or social media, people put out what they want to put out. Right. Meanwhile, they done smiled in the car for a ussy, but then they done <laughs> got out the car cussing each other out. Right. And so you think as a single person on the outside looking in, like... Oh, I really want this. It's so happy. We hold hands and run through the park all the time. You know, our finances are great. We never struggle. We never argue. We never <laughs> almost get divorced. We never <laughs> almost put him out for like leaving the toilet seat up in the middle of the night and I done went to the bathroom, I almost fell in. You know, like stuff like, like that. Right. He <laughs> helped him turn out the homework. I had to do it and work a job and come home and cook and cook. Uh, uh, uh. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, I, you know what? I, that's why I'm just, I feel very blessed to have friends that are married. Um, who have experiences that they're willing to share. So, you know, as two single girls, there's really not much we can say about marriage. Right. So I think we should, like, get with our guests. We should. All right, guys. Well, we'll be right back with our guest. Hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. All right. Hey, guys. We are back. And we have a... Very special guest is near and dear to my heart with us today. Her name is Devin. Hey, Dev. Hey, girl. <laughs> so, Devin and I have been friends um, forever. I don't even know. I don't know the years, okay, at this point. But we met in third grade um, when I moved to Alabama. Uh, and she saw me. I was her first yeah, she was my first friend. When she saw me, she was like, that's an angel. I need to know her. I don't believe it. <laughs> Devin, what's the real story? The real story is she called me every single day at like 6 a.m. in the summer. And we were like in third grade. Who does that? That's all mm, right. She ain't up early. All these thoughts. Calling people. Texting me. <laughs> That's not about right. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> Look, 
come face me up. Tell me your friend on the phone again. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so we've been friends for a long time, and it's so funny because when we were in high school, we started to refer to ourselves as 384 Mafia. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So it was me, her, and our friend Tiffany. So Devin and Tiffany have been like friends probably since they were like angel babies, like in heaven. <laughs> um, they took me in, and so all of our birthdays are in March. And I would just always say like, because they always call me the baby of the group, because my birthday is yeah, last. <laughs> and I just, I just knew I would get married last, and I shouldn't have said it because you know what. See, that tongue gets you every time. <laughs> but, uh, so Devin has, uh, well, she hasn't been married that long, but, I mean, she was pretty much common law married for a long time. So, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, when it came to talking about marriage, I was like, she would be so perfect. So, we're so excited that you have carved out some time out of your life, girl, because you got a kid, you got a husband, girl, you got stuff to do. Right. Thanks, Devin, for coming. Yes, um, a kid who is unhappy right now because her dad has to read her her bedtime story instead of me. <laughs> so, um, yes, Kendallin, there is much love for me to be my baby's bedtime right now, <laughs> story time. Doing this, so yeah, we love you, um, we love you. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get this started. Um, so I guess we can start with because uh, we're obviously we're talking about marriage, duh, and you're married. Uh, just start from the mm-hmm. beginning of like your thoughts of marriage, like when you were younger, um, when you met your husband. Like, how did this journey to being married go? Oh uh, gosh, I think like very similar to what you guys said. Like, I didn't have um, a whole whole bunch of like just really strong pictures of marriage. I mean, like my aunts and uncles. You know, they were married, but, like, my parents weren't married um, at the time. They didn't get married until I was, like, in sixth grade. Um, And so just, like, seeing that every day in a house, the dynamic of that type of relationship, that's not something that I grew up with. So a lot of my idea of what marriage should be came from, you know, like, what we saw on TV or what we just kind of assumed from, you know, the world. So, um... Let me let me backtrack just a little. It's so funny that you would talk about like, oh, we've known each other since third grade. You know, um, we in high school is when I met my husband, and Kendallin actually my husband before me. Okay, <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's a story for another day. Right. Um, okay. Right. That's another but, story. <laughs> right along. No. <laughs> a very long continuous story. Um. But, yeah, so she knew him before me, and, um, you know, so she knew our relationship in the beginning. You know, she's seen the growth, the trials, the tribulations, the good, the bad, you know, all of that, and really have seen us grow together. So um, to be kind of talking about it, you know, right now with her, it's it's funny to me. But, um, (laughs) nonetheless, my story as far as our history goes, you know, we started dating when I was 16 and he was 17. So we were like in high school and you know how it is in high school, you know, you mm-hmm. ain't serious, for real, for real. You just think you're serious, mm-hmm. and you like be thinking you in love and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... <laughs> And so, um, you know, after high school and everything, like, I think like, we probably were talking, okay, uh, for maybe like a year or close to it before we decided to actually start dating. So that was going into my senior year of high school and then him going into his freshman year of college. Probably not the best idea to start <laughs> a relationship at that point, but that is, you know, kind of what happened. Um And so we continued on throughout college and, you know, finally got married um, three years ago, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Three years ago. Like I said, common uh, law, child, common law. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, so we dated for like 14 years. And, you 
course, there were like periods and stuff during college, especially where we were like, mm, I'm done. I holla, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's over. Uh, so we did go through those, you know, moments and everything. But um, we finally got married after like 14 years of being together. And I don't know, like one of the things that always surprised me throughout that whole time is that people would always be like, girl, when are you and twin get married? You know, because he's twin, so everybody call him twin because they for real don't know him apart. Um, and so they would be like, girl, when are you and twin get married? Y'all been together forever. And you know, just especially after we had our daughter, people just like, oh, y'all have a child now. You know, when y'all get married? You know? Mm-hmm. And I often tell people, I say, if Demetrius and I had gotten married 10 years ago, uh, six years ago, even five years ago, we probably would already be divorced by now. I'm absolutely telling the truth when I say that because, I mean, we were like kids, you know what I mean, when mm-hmm. we started dating. And um, it's like we had to grow with each other. We had to learn. We had to, like, grow up with each other. And so without that growth happening first, had marriage been first, oh, yes. I might be working on marriage number two right now. So, um, <laughs> you be uh, at the Bahamas with us, girl, celebrating our divorce. <laughs> exactly. Right, you know, so I'm so happy. I took this stuff back and I did not, like, just let the world, you know, mm-hmm. um, really dictate what my life was going to be. I really had to, like, fall back, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, since y'all started so young, like, what... Um, at what point, or did there become a point where you were younger that you were kind of like, I think I want to do the marriage thing, or, or were you always like, uh, uh-uh? Mm, I think I always, you know, knew I wanted to get married again. It was like this idea, you know, mm-hmm. of what you think marriage is. Um, so it was always there, um, but it was just a matter of it even like, you know, even to get to a point to say, like, I want to make sure that, you know, I know how to love this man properly. I know that, you know, he knows how to love me, you know, the way that God loves the church, you know, all of that. Like, even to get to that point for that be for that to be the reason that, like, I want us to, I guess, wait or, you know, it not just be, oh, because um, I'm still in college or, you know, he ain't got his job he won't yet, or we ain't did this. You know, for that not to be the, a deciding factor, but for it to be, I guess, more of a spiritual thing or even move in the direction of being spiritual, like, that in itself was a major t- turning point for me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't always that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, like, you're just saying that whenever you started to think of it in a more spiritual way, like, your mm-hmm. idea of what you needed to consider changed? Right. It did. It did. It, it really changed to, like, you know, like, how do, what kind of marriage do I want? What kind of um, family do I want to have? You know, um, what kind of examples do I want to set for, you know, my child? And, you know, just all of those things. Like, just thinking about, like, just the shift. Like, at what point, I guess, getting married became important to me, I Mm guess. Um, You know, it's like, I always knew, like, okay, I love this man. I want to marry this man. But I also knew that, like, I can never receive, like, all of God's blessings. Or we could never receive all of the blessings that he had for us, like, living in sin. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, shacking up, playing, you know, married, whatever. Um, So I knew that, you know, I wasn't in denial about that. And then also, you know, I was so tired of being convicted. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because once you get to a point where, like, you know better, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and at this point, you know, we had already had a daughter, you know, all of this. But um, just feeling convicted you know, knowing that, like, you know, having sex outside of marriage is not something that I shouldn't be doing. And, you know, knowing that it's not the way um, that God wants us to live. 
like there was a real conviction there and so that was a part of like that shift in me that you know started to make marriage like a priority and, and why it became so important and um yeah you know so, what happened yeah, exactly so, like to cause this shift what happened to cause it yeah like what happened to make you feel like like what made your perspective change I think just like really getting in church, understanding the word, listening to the word, being around people who were married, you know, and really seeing like how, you know, them being in a place where they were covered. Like, I felt like, you know, there was this battle, right, Mm -hmm. that we were preparing for. And I needed to make sure we were ready. You know what I'm saying? Not just like, I'm not saying a battle with this man, a physical battle. I'm saying like the world and the temptation and all of that, you know? So just like being covered in that way mm-hmm. um, and like seeing, you know, other people who were, you know, just being like blessed because they were um, doing this thing the right way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they had a lot to do with it. Yeah, Ooh, so you that's good. You saw the blessing in marriage, and so the godly mm-hmm. way. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, growing up in the church that we grew up in, um, it was an old Baptist church, and, you know, I came from a, a church environment where, you know, I was used to hearing the word, um, but not necessarily practicing the word, mm-hmm. not even really understanding the word. And so I feel like, too, once I got in a church home and got under a covering while I was being taught the word, you know, and it was really being made practical, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of those things began to help me with the shift to know that, like, working on my relationship with God working on my relationship with Demetrius so that we could prepare ourselves for marriage, you know, it just really became a priority for me and for us. Yeah. So, yeah. Devin, yeah. once once y'all got married, did you did you feel like um I guess the devil was throwing things at you that weren't being necessarily coming while y'all were single? I do. I mean, I think the tests, like, they definitely get harder when you're married, you know, Um, and it's all just to, you know, make sure that you are walking by faith and not by sight, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I don't know, like, some of the things that we have been through since we've been married, I feel like in the past, like, I would not have been able to handle them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Without the spiritual growth, without the, you know, actual growth and age and all of that. So, um, those sorts of things, like, you know, for instance, if we're having some issues communicating, you know, like, whatever it may be, finances, whatever, um, you know, just, like, having to... I guess, find a place, you know, within myself or, you know, finding my own little quiet place to kind of work through those things. Um, And I don't know, have you guys ever heard of um, the power of a praying wife, like Stormy, Mm -hmm. what's her last name? Oh, Martian, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Um, But somebody, one of the elders at our church, like, gave us that book, well, the book for me and for him. So, Power of Praying Wife and then Power of Praying Husband um, as one of our wedding gifts. And it is, like, absolutely one of my favorite books. It is, like, right there, you know, with my Bible as far as, like, tools that I really, like, use to help me um, when I'm going through things um, within my marriage. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know, have you guys ever read through it, like, the different chapters and stuff, you know, they focus on specifics, you know, work, finances, sexuality, temptation, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, she's very transparent in each chapter, talking about her struggles with the areas and how prayer has really been her roadmap to navigate through it all. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the chapter, she gives you, like, these little power tools 
Um, so like a specific prayer and scripture to help you on your journey. So I kind of use it as like a 30-day devotional, you know, when I first started. And it was like phenomenal. But um, that's one of the things that I really like, you know, have to do. is like go to my quiet place, go to my word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what, um, okay, so y'all got married, right? In the beginning, mm-hmm. like, what is something that you can, like, kind of squash, like, a, a thought process that you can squash that people have about marriage until they actually get married? Mm, girl, that is perfect. <laughs> that's going to be all fun and games and hashtag that's bae. You know, <laughs> like, it is so, oh, it is absolutely the hardest thing I have ever done, okay? Um, and you're not the first person to say that. I was talking to another one of my friends that was married just, like, earlier today, and she actually said the same uh-huh. thing. She said that is where yeah. she feels like she really uses her faith is in her marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I don't, I don't say that in a way that's like, Oh my God, it's so hard. I hate it. You know, nothing like that. But I say this in like a way that like it takes so much strength, you know, to put yourself, you know, well, not focus on yourself all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in the marriage, you definitely cannot put yourself first. Um, you know, you really have to, you know, make sure God is like the center, the focus, the number one, the head. You know what I'm saying? And then you have to make sure that, like, your spouse is, you know, right on up there, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so just taking yourself out of the equation on so many levels, you know? Um, that's really, really hard to do. Um, and I don't know, y'all, you know, <sighs> men and, <laughs> you know, just. I don't know, just like, I don't know, I joke sometimes with my friends, it's like, yeah, you know, having a husband is like sometimes having a another child at home, because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you are really like the mama bear, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, for real. I mean, like, babe, you really want to go eat inside at home at like 9.30, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just like, babe, you know, so... Because right. they be having me like just feeling some type of way with their hashtags. I'd be like, I want a hashtag. <laughs> so you telling me don't believe the hype. Okay. Don't believe the hype, girl. I mean, I'm saying, though, don't get me wrong. Like, marriage is a beautiful thing. Like, it is nothing better than, like, you know, being able to share life with somebody who, you know, you know, you had who has your back and. You know, you can, like, just be yourself, and they, you know, going to take you good, bad, ugly, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, coming home to, like, a home, you know, like, one of the things that I'm most proud of, you know, recently we bought our first house together, Woo-hoo. and, hey, you know, just being able to, what did you say? Oh, yeah, she yes. just said congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, thank you, guys. Um. But, yeah, just, like, being able to come home to that and, you know, creating this space and creating, like, these traditions and things for, like, our daughter and, you know, it being, like, ours, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is so rewarding and, you know, so there's so, so much good to say about marriage. But it's not to say that it just doesn't take a lot of work because it does take a lot of work, so. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of it kind of puts me in a mindset of like um our students who take AP courses um or advanced placement courses so like college level courses in high school. And so like uh-huh. it's extremely hard. Okay, but there are benefits because if you go to class and do what you're supposed to do, then you get to take your AP test and if you pass that test, you get college credit. That means you save money. 
all right? Like, you get to skip through some stuff mm -hmm. when you go to college. And so it's hard. Yeah. It's a lot of work you have to put into it. It stretches you, but it's still worth it in the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think like the world does a really good job of like painting this well I'm not going to say they only paint a picture that marriage is good because you do see a lot of divorces as well um mm -hmm. and so do you okay this is my question do you think even now because y'all haven't been married that long but if you did not have mm -hmm. that spiritual foundation do you think that you could have been divorced already Yes, for sure. I mean, like, you know, because even in the short time that we've been married, like, you know, there have been some really, like, life-altering things, you know, that have happened um, during that time. And um, some of them, you know, like, have been things that, like, I felt like my husband couldn't understand, and he felt like I couldn't understand, and you know, just to, like, be a little transparent, like, you know, I'll just share one with you guys. So, like, um, you know, people are always asking me, like, you know, we have one daughter, and people are always asking, like, when are y'all having another baby? And, you know, I do you need a brother or sister? And, you know, all of that. Um, and I say stuff like, yeah, uh, we will, you know, maybe, or, you know, eventually or whatever. But, you know, what they don't know is that, you know, like, I had a miscarriage, you know, after idea, and, you know, to go from, like, being unmarried and getting pregnant and, you know, being really scared and, you know, after finding out we were having a baby and all that stuff, to the second time around, being married and being, you know, more prepared financially and mm -hmm. just, like, you know, excited when we find out, and then to, like, not even, like, two weeks later, like, you know, lose the baby, like, that was heartbreaking for me, and so, um, even though, like, it was a very short amount of time that I knew I was pregnant, um, and I wasn't way far along, but still, like, I questioned myself, I questioned God, and I was just like, what, you know? Mm -hmm. And to make things worse, y'all, oh, my goodness. I was like, God, really? Um, so, like, I was, like, a part of this, like, mommy group, you know? Um, and so we would get together with the kids, you know, all the time and play and stuff like that. And right after I had the miscarriage, literally every single mommy in that group got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Or had a baby that same year. Oh, I was like, wow. really, God, this how you going to do me? <laughs> what you going to do? Um, like, I really thought we was going to fall out, you know? <laughs> Wait. That was going to fall really out. <laughs> I really did. You heard me like that oh, sometimes. You'd be like, Lord, no. you want to be on my side? You want to yeah. be on my good side? Not. And 
without that foundation, without people who were praying for me and praying with me and encouraging me, without all of that, like, yeah, um, I don't know. We would have just celebrated our anniversary, you know? So, that kind of stuff. Real life. Yeah, and I don't know if people really think about that type of stuff when you're thinking about marriage like most people think about like cheating and finances <laughs> but you don't think about like a miscarriage or a death or whatever it could be and you have mm-hmm. to deal with the other person's grief and you know not knowing yeah. like will that pull y'all apart will it bring you together so with so many life things that you have to be connected to another person with when when you're not married you can just go by yourself and be like look i'll be back in two years just leave me alone <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, that is that is true. Um, you know, my husband lost his mom on our anniversary um, two years ago. Yeah, and that was really hard. I mean, it's still, you know, something where, like, our anniversary is like a bittersweet day for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but that in itself... Like, I didn't know how to deal with that kind of grief. I didn't know how to be um, that wife who was supportive enough to a point where I could comfort him and make him feel, you know, um, safe. And, and, you know, it it was just a really tough, you know, situation. But, again, like you said, it's those real-life things that, you know, people are like, oh, money is the number one you know, cause of divorce and stuff like that. I'm like, no, y'all ain't, y'all don't really want to know storms if you tell me money. The reason why y'all, you know, mm-hmm. you together. Like, you know, so, yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Devin, what yeah. do you guys do to, you know, keep the spark in your marriage like you guys dated for 14 years um so i'm pretty sure y'all have done like everything <laughs> under the sun like date wise <laughs> <laughs> so what do y'all do to switch it up now um, well you know what like i think the biggest thing is like first off just making time for each other you know because like um we had to kind of Set aside like a certain day of the week, which for us is like Friday. That's either like family night or just date night. And so, you know, first I was just making time for each other, and like, um, it's these little calendars and stuff that like I found on Pinterest that I'm borderline obsessed with <laughs> Pinterest. Um, but <laughs> I am, y'all. It is my weakness. Um. But the um the little calendar is like thirty days of like you know things to do. So it's always stuff like you know have a picnic outside or you know go take a a hike or go do a scavenger hunt or you know just like the the just, just things you wouldn't like really think of yeah. um to just do every basis. And so just trying to do something like that every day, um, trying a new dish together, you know, um, doing something we've never done before. So just trying to always keep it, I guess, spicy, so to say, by not just getting so, um, you know, used to our everyday routine. Because, you know, both of us working, coming home, having a child and having to you know, get her ready and do that whole routine, it can be overwhelming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just trying to not get caught up in that, um, you know, just kind of having to think outside the box. We really, really like to um, just like being with other couples and stuff. Like, most of our friends are married, um, you know, with the exception of our sweet, dear baby, Kendallin. Um, so. Ooh, uh, just keep, ooh, just okay. get the prayer circle, uh-huh. child. Just get the prayer circle. <laughs> oh, now when your husband comes. Yeah, oh, girl. Good. Right. Okay. He's coming. Well, you have paid your dues. You have waited this thing out. Yes, okay? girl. Yes. I receive the blessing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
so like most of our friends are couples. So, you know, we enjoy surrounding ourselves with, you know, people who, um, you know, have like kind of, I guess, are going through similar situations or, you know, can relate and, um, you know, all of that stuff. So, so it's important as a married couple to have married friends. It is definitely important. Now, don't get me wrong. You can have single friends, okay? I'm Yay. not saying <laughs> that, okay? Especially when you got single friends like um, Bishop Edwards, who um, <laughs> will check you, okay? Who check you when you need to check, okay? So, um, and I do what yes. I can do. I do what I can do. <laughs> you do what you can do. Um, so, yes, but, I mean, having friends who, I guess, who are married, you know, just people who are going to encourage mm-hmm. your marriage or fidelity, people who, you know, are going to really try and understand and, you know, try and offer words of, you know, encouragement. And more importantly, I think for me, and this is something that I had to, like, really learn over time, um, and, you know, just really try and, like, live my life this way, especially as I'm getting older. This is the thing I'm, I'm most proud of with where I'm going. But just being, like, transparent in life about who I am, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling, just all of that. And so, like, to me, um, you know, he was like, just keep it real mm-hmm. in the relationship. I don't want nobody who faking it and, you know, putting on this facade and, you know, all of this, um, but more so people who are going to be transparent because, I mean, you never really know, like, who your story, who your struggle mm-hmm. um, is going to bless. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, yeah, and just knowing that, you know, the, the, the most powerful thing I get from being around other women who are married it's to, like, find out that I'm not alone, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That I'm not alone in my feelings, my struggles, that we all as women are connected in a way that it doesn't matter our age, our class, our race. There are just certain things as women that we experience, that we go through, certain emotions. And so just to, like, have that connection with another woman um, and be able to share it and be open and honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's always just a blessing to me um, to be able to have that. So, yeah, that's what I try and do for my relationship. But going back, though, okay, to keeping it spicy because, okay, I have said on here, okay, and all my friends know what's going down <laughs> on the wedding day. Oh, no. Okay, okay, because we have been waiting. Okay, now, unfortunately, we have not been waiting our whole life, but we've been waiting a long time, all right? And so, I hear a lot of married people say, and not, like, to say any that I know personally, but just when you talk about marriage and sex, like, married people are like, oh, we have sex, like, once a month or <laughs> twice a month, and I'm like, it can't, it just, it can't be like that. So, how do y'all keep that area spicy? Girl, let me tell you. First of all, I'm going to share with y'all, this is probably the most important secret y'all going to know for marriage, okay? <laughs> and I can't even take the credit for this when Tiffany actually told me this. Well, all right, but. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it was talking, and she was like, um, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, Devin. That's, like, the way that he communicates with me. Like, that is their way of communicating. Like, you know, when we're angry, when we're frustrated, when we're mad at work, you know, when we're just, like, ugh, so just whatever. Like, our way of communicating is to get on the phone, call a girlfriend, start talking, you know what I mean, just start venting and stuff. Mm -hmm. No, their way of communicating is... Through intimacy, through touch, and through sexual contact, you know, and it's just like the same way I'm venting, I'm talking to you about it. That's that's his way of venting, okay? And so I have to allow him the opportunity to vent to me every day if he sees it, okay? I don't want to fight for his communication, okay? So that is what, that is my ultimate. 
ultimate goal, okay, to allow him to communicate. And if that is an effective way to communicate for him, then it's, it's, it's all good for me. Um, so he created this quota, right? Mm. And <laughs> I have to meet this quota. <laughs> I have to meet this quota each week. Ooh. And it ain't even like a... It ain't even like a, like if you didn't meet your quota this week, we just start over next week. It'd be like if you didn't meet your quota this week, then we're gonna carry it all the time to <laughs> miss over next week. What? I mean, you know, there's persistence there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, so that that half a time situation that didn't count. Like, I don't understand. Like, does everything is it all included in the quota? <laughs> or we talking like? The full on, we talk, you know, what is all included? You have to get clarification <laughs> when you create a quota in your marriage. Um, or he will hit you with the okie doke. You think you didn't hit three and you really like on number two, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> and I just want the people but to know yeah. that this is like her really, really toning it down for y'all, okay? Because, when, oh gosh, y'all don't, <laughs> ooh, the stuff I have. Y'all don't want to know, but, <laughs> but that's kind of cool because I, you know, I do think that you have to be intentional about everything in your relationship. So that's great that you guys make it a point. I mean, I got this quota, so I don't, you know, do what y'all do, but I love that y'all are like super intentional about making sure that that's not a reason why y'all have issues. Yeah. Yeah, and um, again, it goes back to you just kind of like taking yourself out of the equation. Because I'm not going to lie, you know what I'm saying? After going to work all day, y'all know, well, like, I'm at a school, and so it's constant kids all day, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And to then come home and then, you know, cook, you know, and the baby, which we're partners. I'm not even going to make it seem like he's been on the couch while I'm doing all of this. Like, we're definitely partners, and we have our role that we play in the household. And, you know, just with the baby and all of that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I am tired at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get on Pinterest for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes I just have to put the iPad down. Sometimes he makes me put the iPad, iPad down. Um <laughs> I won't go into details about how. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> but let's just say, he don't care nothing about if I'm asleep. He don't care nothing about if I'm awake. Okay? He don't care nothing about that. Okay? Um, but one of my most favorite um, scriptures, especially as it pertains to, like, his affection and you know, that sort of thing. Um, it's First Corinthians ten twenty four, and it says, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, you know, what I really take from that is, if I spend every day trying to make him happy, and he spends every day trying to make me happy, then we straight. We both going to be happy, right? Ain't nobody got to worry about being unhappy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> I'm just saying, so just take yourself out of the equation. So, again, that happiness for me may look like me just coming home and being able to talk and vent because I love to talk. <laughs> and I want to talk about what happened at work. I want to talk about what me, you know, what my sister said, what my sister did. You know, I want to talk about everything. Uh, and then, him on the other hand, he is a, he's, his love language is, you know, affection and physical touch and that sort of thing. So I have to recognize that as well. And I have to, you know, be mindful of, you know, making sure that I'm getting what I need as well as, you know, that I'm giving him what he needs in return. And I say that because, you know, I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself, my spiritual, my mental my physical as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So just trying to, you know, balance the two. Oh, I'm telling you, you got to be intentional about this thing. Girl, I'm taking notes. Don't worry, okay? I, I got it. I don't, nobody else got it in the world. Um, So uh, you mentioned roles. So I guess real quick, 
Um, and obviously this looks different for everybody, but I mean, from a spiritual standpoint, from the biblical standpoint, anyway, it should kind of look the same, but like, what are some, like, what is an important role for you as a wife and what is an important role in your mind for him as a husband? Well, for um, him as my husband, like, I think his most important role is being the visionary of our house. And, mm. you know, the thing about him being the visionary is, I can't just be following you and you just going any old well, doing any old thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I got to know that you are leading us somewhere. You are leading us to the right place in the right direction. And so I got to know that, like, you're getting your vision from the right place, that you're being fed spiritually so that you, you know, can get your vision. So to me, that is, you know, his most important role, I think, um, is a visionary. And for me, hmm, I would say my most important role, um, hmm, Goodness, maybe would be like obedience, and I don't mean that in a way that I mean that in a way is like I have to be obedient first to like the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. I have to, um, you know, obedient to like the things that I hear from Him, the things that He shows me, you know, the things that like I can feel in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? So moving on something when I know it's not right, moving on something when I, you know, know it is the thing to do, you know, but still, um, you know, allowing Demetri to lead and be the man of this house, to be, you know, the man that God wants him to be and to still, like, molding him into, mm-hmm. like, to let him be that but still be obedient to what I know God is telling me in my spirit, you know? Right. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Um, and so, last question, girl, because I feel like Demetrius is probably sitting there trying to get his quota. Um, <laughs> uh, last uh, last question, it would be, what advice would you give to somebody who is just thinking about marriage? Like, maybe somebody who's younger or older and, um, yeah, just somebody who's thinking about marriage, and you can answer it from a person who may be, like, spiritual or not. Hmm. Some advice. I would say, um, you know, first, like, before even trying to, first off, don't go looking for no husband, okay? Mm. That is probably <laughs> the most important <laughs> advice I I do not go looking for no husband because or wife, okay? Whoever it is that God has for you is for you. I saw the most disturbing post on Facebook a while ago when somebody said, I can't even remember exactly what it said, but it said something along the lines of uh, my husband, okay, mm-hmm. is married to somebody else right now. I'm just waiting on them to get divorced so we can get married. I was like, what? Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Like, this was like a meme or this was like a real person saying this in a stat? Like, this was a real life stat. Like, with likes and comments and little hearts and everything. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Like, I was like, is this seriously the world that we live in? And, you know, it kind of, you know, reminds me of this foolishness that I'm seeing on TV right now. Uh, you know, I ain't gonna say no names because they're trying to get y'all food or nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh, but... look, the Lord got us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he make no fools. Don't say no right. names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but all these examples of like people going after other people's husbands and just glorifying the idea of I didn't make no vows to you. You mm. made some vows, but you know, mm-hmm. this person, and this, I mean, this foolishness. And so, my advice, oh my goodness, is to not go seeking a man or a woman, and definitely not to ever go seeking, you know, somebody else's husband or wife, and 
you know, just making sure that you are being patient and that you are just waiting for God to reveal to you who your husband or wife is mm-hmm. supposed to be and just allowing God to cultivate in you the wife and the husband and, you know, just, just doing it when you have heard it from God, not from your mama mm. and not from your girlfriends and, you know, like, just just wait, okay? Because when they come, it's going to be good, you know? Yes. So, that's what I would say. Yeah. That is that's so awesome. And I would also say to that, too, um, wait, definitely, and get to know yourself, you know? Take this mm-hmm. season of singleness is a blessing because, like Devin just said, she, she be tired when she come home, but she got to come home to a kid and a, a man who got a quota and, you know, she got she got to cook and still find time to be on Pinterest. Oh, no. So, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the ranch in my life, okay, I be like, nap time. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. What'd you say? I said that child's nap goes out the window when you get married. Hmm. Coming home from work, it is for that, honey. Right. Let me just let me go take a nap right now. Um, (laughs) So, thank you so much, Devin, for being so open and coming on and just giving us a little tasty taste of what it's really like to be married. Yes, thanks, Devin. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I enjoyed the girl talk, so yeah. Yay. All right, guys. Well, we will be right back with our final thought. Hey, guys. It's Brian here with a final thought. Marriage is sacred and shouldn't be entered into lightly. Singleness is a blessing and should be enjoyed. Once you take that vow with the person you love, that singleness is no more. The two have now become one. Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Devin gave us a glimpse in what marriage looks like, and we appreciate her for her transparency. When picking a partner or navigating through your marriage, remember, keep God in the details.